0: It would change the law in a way which would mean that parents no longer had a special defence against a charge of assault where they physically punished their children. To a certain extent, that's been quite controversial, hasn't it? There's been a lot of controversy about it. From a children's first point of view, there's been a lot of scaremongering about the impacts of the change in the law. As an organisation that works with children and families around Scotland, we really want to see the law changed there's been a big change in cultural attitudes towards physical punishment of children. The fact that Scotland um, banned corporal punishment of children in school was a huge step forward because Scotland was one of the countries in the world where physical punishment in school was at its highest level. We're seeing a culture change. What we want to see is a legal change that makes it very clear that Scotland will no longer tolerate physical punishment of children in any context by any
1: individual. Now, it's one thing uh, to be talking about it here or on the radio or on television. It's another thing, actually, to set up a street stall and stop people. But what's been the reaction? It is...
0: Always scary doing a street stall. You never quite know who's going to come up, how they're going to feel about what you're saying. But we think it's really important, given some of the scaremongering that's been going on, that we, as an organisation, get out and talk to people to explain why we think the law should be changed, to reassure any concerns that they have, but also get feedback about how we can make sure that when the law changes, the changes are put into place in the most effective way possible. And Portobello is Children and Family Central, so we thought it was a really important place to go out and talk to parents and to children. So what kind of reactions were you getting? Being honest, I was surprised by just how positive the reaction was. There's a moment where you're doing a stall like that, where someone comes up to you, looks you straight in the eye and says, what's this about? You try and explain, and you don't know whether they're going to say, that's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. But overwhelmingly, people will come up and say, yeah, right. I didn't realise that it wasn't illegal already. It should be illegal. I'd never hit my kids. I don't think any parent should hit their kids. Give me the petition. Let me sign it. And that was really gratifying, because that was the response that we hoped for, not the kind of scaremongering that we've heard from the Christian Institute in particular. Now,
1: those of us who are of a certain age can relate to corporal punishment, both at school and at home indeed, with not very fond memories. So I've been talking to my kids around physical punishment at school
0: because when I was at school I remember the cane had only recently been phased out and you'd still hear stories about the cane being used. They're amazed that in living memory people got hit at school. I spend all my time as a parent saying don't hit your brother, don't hit other kids hitting people is wrong. The thought that teachers were allowed to hit pupils just sounds utterly barbaric to them. And equally, the idea that the state would say that it's
1: okay for parents to hit children
0: also seems completely bizarre
1: to them. And of course, at one point, the state actually had as a punishment, a state punishment, physical punishment, particularly of minors. The thing is,
0: we now know that doesn't work. There's been such a change, not just in understanding of children's psychology and children's behaviour, but also in the neuroscience of children's brains. Understanding of the trauma that can be set up, which often isn't recognised at the time, often comes back in fleeting memories as you go through childhood and become an adult, of pain and humiliation. And we now know the long-term impact of that, which is why it's so important that we change the law now and say we will no longer tolerate this. Scotland is one of only six countries in the European Union where physical punishment is still allowed. They banned it in Ireland a couple of years ago. It's time that Scotland became the first country in the UK to say we're really going to put this behind us. Particularly because violence tends to beget violence. We know violence begets violence. We know from many of the families that we work with that what starts as relatively minor physical punishment escalates to more serious physical punishment, escalates further. The feelings of shame and anger and humiliation in children often result to, when, when the kids become big enough, them taking a swing back at their parents This is not good for families. It doesn't work as a form of discipline. It creates more and more violence within families. These are the families that children first work with and therefore we're really passionate in seeing an end to this.
1: So what are better solutions?
0: When parents talk to us about situations where they use physical punishment, it's generally not premeditated, thought out. It's generally when... As a parent, and I feel this myself, your levels of anger rise so much that you can no longer control yourself and you lash out. It's recognising that, recognising that's not good as a parent, recognising that that's a really bad model for your children. And as a parent, stepping away, taking five to think about what you're doing, taking five to think about what you want your child to do is the most important step. And then there are a whole range of things. From the naughty step, from actually trying to talk to the child to explain why what they did was not appropriate. There's lots of things that parents do do and can do, but I think the most important thing I find as a parent is when I feel that rage building up, actually saying, I'm going to take five, I'm going to stop because I know where this might end up and that's not a good place for me as a parent and it won't be a good place for my child.
1: Doesn't this kind of thing need to be, I'm tempted to say, taught to parents?
0: I think there's much more that we could do about things like parenting classes. Me and my partner went to an NCT class and it was fantastic and we learnt a hell of a lot, but we had to pay for it. I think it would be great if every parent who wanted it had access to something like a parenting class. But there are lots of resources out there. So, for example, Children First runs a parenting helpline Parent Line, which is there for parents who are struggling to phone up to talk to volunteers, talk to people who are parents themselves or grandparents about how they're feeling, how they're coping, and discuss strategies for, for dealing with challenging situations. And we get all kinds of parents phoning up to talk about how they might do things better as parents. Because every parent, every parent wants to do the best for their child. Every parent we speak to who has used physical punishment regrets it and wants to do it better in future.
1: So all of this information you've been gathering from the street, have you been feeding that back into the Scottish Government? So that is taken into account as the legislation progresses?
0: So the legislation is currently going through the Parliament... It had its stage one vote, which the Parliament voted overwhelmingly to agree to the general principles of the bill a few days after the street stall we ran in Portobello. And lots of politicians came to us and wanted to know, what do the public feel about this? And so we were able to say, having spoken to people in Portobello, that people don't like physical punishment, They don't like doing it as parents. They want advice and guidance on alternatives. But most of all, they want reassurance that this isn't going to lead to the mass criminalisation of parents. And that's been a really big issue that we've discussed with politicians to make sure that they explain what's going to happen and the implications of a change in the law.
1: So if everything goes according to the schedule of the Scottish Parliament, when would this new law actually come into force?
0: we would expect that the law would get royal assent probably in six or seven months' time.
1: So early 2020.
0: But there'd then be a period after it got royal assent before it actually came into force. And we think there's a really important piece of work to do, particularly with some of the frontline staff who'll be dealing with these kind of situations for police, for teachers for people who work in early learning and childcare to explain the implications of the law and to explain in particular that just because the law has changed, just because we've taken a decision as a society that we won't tolerate and legitimate physical punishment of children doesn't mean that every parent who, in a moment of absolute frustration, hits their child on the arm should instantly receive a custodial sentence. And talking about all the steps that they should take as professionals to say, this isn't right. It isn't within the scope of the law anymore. These are the things that are in place to help you deal with children when they're in challenging situations. So there's lots of work that needs to be done with professionals who encounter parents, who might get a report that a parent had use physical punishment of their children so they know what appropriate responses are so that we have sensitive, unappropriate clarification that physical punishment doesn't work, it can cause long-term problems and it isn't actually legal anymore.